What's up, everybody? Um, we are back with episode 50 um, of the Icebox Pod uh, with 412 Sports Cards and myself, Icy Ice Cards. And I guess we should just start it off by saying we're free. We got a, we got a better Zoom. So hopefully we don't have to end you know, so abruptly after 30 minutes. Although we are probably going to try to keep it in that time range. Um, as I know, the listeners kind of like that. 30 35 minute time but um yeah let's get into it how are you how you been Robbie pretty good pretty good excited to have the zoom my brother hooked me up with this nice paid zoom that he has so yeah we're living now we're, we don't have to end like immediately and fear that we're just going to run out of time but yeah pretty good had some some time for some card stuff this weekend which was much appreciated. I really enjoyed that. Two weeks from now, I am going to be really freed up for cards. So we're counting down the days till major card freedom. That's awesome. Soon. Yeah. I know you you did uh you did have enough time for a little LCS visit. Um, sure did. How how far is that away from you? How how local is that? I mean, it's like 15 minutes, maybe 17 minutes. Do you have a lot of uh, stores locally or is that just one? There's a couple. There's another one that's like 15 to 20. Uh, it's not as good as this, the one that I go to, which is it's in the other direction, but 15 to 20. And then there's one that's like 40 to 45 that I did not personally like at all. Uh, it seems to be for more of like the influencer collector i did not like it i didn't like the people there it just seemed annoying this one's a traditional lcs what you would imagine an lcs looking like the other one seemed like more of a modern take on the lcs but this place shout out sports card junction it's great i've been going there for i don't know 10 years oh really yeah okay yeah i uh i followed them on instagram but yeah, never been to the to the shop. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's yeah. a cool spot. He had a lot of new hockey inventory in, which was always fun to look at. I buy usually like a couple singles usually when I go. I usually don't dig through. I dig through bins sometimes like for fun, but usually don't end up buying tons of it. I usually just buy a couple cool singles and then go on my way always interested in the penguins so it's always fun when they have like a bunch of penguin stuff out to look at so i got two cars i got a jake gensel young guns which honestly i i don't know if i should have bought it it's kind of cool but like do i really need it i don't know for now i'm gonna enjoy it i like it with my patch autograph which is so it's kind of fun to have but you know if i ever need to clean house it might go but still fun And then I got a really cool Crosby from like credentials. It's not like the one that everyone thinks of, but a cool credentials card out of 199 and then a box of artifacts hockey, which was fun to open. Yeah. That, um, artifacts, artifacts box seemed pretty good. Um, seemed like a reasonable price point. Oh yeah, definitely was like, I would say I got a pretty bad box. Like, they come with like these bounty things where like it's weird. Like if you can collect 
all of these cards in the card. These cards count as hits, but on the back of the hits, they have scratch off codes. And if you can enter codes of every player in the set and be the first one of the first, however many to have all the codes of all the players in the set and they're all hits. So they all count as like a box hit then you get like a special super exclusive card and like they sell pretty well. Like I sold some guy who sucks for like 15 bucks on eBay just cause like I didn't want it. And like, I oh, figured yeah. I don't really need this. So I just got rid of it. Like downside was, but like I got that, like a, bl- a bland, like rookie Jersey and then like a patch. So I didn't even get like an auto. And I would say that I would say it was decently successful. I mean, you know, you're talking like you can recover like 50% of the value. I mean, you know, I would not say that's how I would feel about a bad box of optic or prism that you can recover 50% of the value. Yeah, not even close, probably. So it's a minimal risk. It was pretty fun to open, though. Got a really, really thick patch card. It was like out of 25. Patch wasn't insane, but it was still cool. Like an all-star caliber player patch. Oh, nice. Yeah, so yeah. I think it was a good name. Mm-hmm. Does your LCS have a lot of, uh, like, local team stuff? Yeah, like, the cases are a lot of local team stuff. They okay. have, I would say, over half their case space, de- or half their case space de- devoted to, like, Pirates, Steelers, Penguins. Okay, sure. Yeah, it seems like that's kind of the strategy. I, I always wonder, um, like, I, I've i thought about if LCS is almost, like, swapped. Like, if they made trades, you know what I mean? Where it's like, hey, we'll send you-, you a whole box. <laughs> like, you know, my local LCS will be like, hey, we'll send you a whole box of, like, Steeler stuff. And you ship us all your Lions crap that you don't want. Yeah, like, you can move all sorts of junk that like no one would want in the other place. Like there's all sorts of miscellaneous, like pirates, Steelers, Penguins stuff that like definitely is not that appealing to other crowds, but was like very appealing to, to me. I I saw actually on YouTube, I didn't get to watch the whole video, but like that Ryan, like card collector too, bought like some big lot. And he was like, this lot is like almost all Steelers cards. And I was thinking, if you just dropped some of that, like in Pittsburgh, it would just sell even better. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I just lost my train of thought. But um, <laughs> yeah. All right. We keep like, rolling. Yeah. It seems like that's what LCSs could do is just you know make that swap. Like around here, I'm never gonna buy a Cade Cunningham card in Michigan. Why? Because the prices are nuts. Yeah, they're nuts. And, like, they sell. So, it's... Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I I think sometimes at the LCS, you buy stuff over comps. I usually buy... I mean, the stuff I buy is usually at or slightly above comps at the LCS. But I don't know. I don't really negotiate. I I don't really go to the LCS to beat down the owner on the (laughs) price. It's not that type of shop, you know. There are some shops that are, like, a face of like a deal like an outward like facing like store of a dealer this is not one of those places so i'm not i'm there more to support to enjoy the cards 
pick up something cool as opposed to just beat someone down on price on on everything but yeah. it does kind of limit what you can buy though if you're like trying to not just like absolutely be destroyed because like some of the hometown stuff is just ridiculous for for compared to like what it comps for and what you could buy it for online especially if it's stuff that comes up online right yeah did you this is what i was going to ask you speaking of a little hometown um have you picked up a kenny pickett yet no but it would be kind of fun still waiting on the collegiate or are you going to go pro i don't know yet i don't know i haven't made up my mind I'm not going to lie. I don't really feel like spending all the money I know it'll cost. Although it's not as expensive as a lot of other quarterbacks have been. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I thought of that like right away when he, uh, kind of made a debut, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he showed up. I thought, you know, did he maybe lose the game with two picks and I don't count the third pick really. Cause it was, you know a hail mary at the end so that doesn't really count but i mean two kind of not great passes that end up getting bobbled and then like picked off and then we lose yeah but like i don't think we would have been in a position to even be ahead if he was not out on the field so that's how i feel i was overall very encouraged by it he seemed like he wasn't you know panicking out there he's like no he did not seem panicked yeah yeah the for me the lions are just man frustrating i looked at the scores i was busy most yesterday had the game on in the background Steeler game and so like half watch that but i saw the lions and the seahawks did 48 to 45 both of them are not good how did they put up that many points well, I'll tell you first off, I mean, the Lions defense is horrible. Like is it is it, it really that bad? Yeah, like it's terrible. Like there there's probably maybe Seahawks I'm, offense is not great. No. I mean, may, I'd say like realistically, there's 11 people on the field, probably six like should not be on an NFL like starters. Like it's so bad. Oh my gosh! I'm looking up the box score now to see, dude. I mean, what the heck? T.J. Hawkinson, eight receptions, 179 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, I mean he played great. Um, but I don't know if you saw this, but the Lions have scored the most points in the league through four games, and they've given up the most points in the league through four games um, in NFL history. Actually, oh my gosh. Yeah, what the so heck? It's going to be so the little... offense is is decent. I mean, maybe you guys yeah. haven't played good teams. You no. have not played great teams. The no. Eagles were pretty good, but definitely not played great teams. No. But you know, you'd think that when you're scoring 45, that would be I mean, almost a guaranteed victory. Like there's not I mean, yeah, you shouldn't really be losing a game a game that you put up 45. That's why I was so surprised that they lost, that it was 48 to 45. I thought that was nuts. I didn't even know that either of those two teams was capable of scoring that much. Although apparently you said the lions are. 
I mean, Geno Smith honestly looked amazing. He yeah. like he actually like kind of looked good. Like the Lions defense is bad, but there were some throws where I was like, okay, like this guy's legit. I mean, and if you're just box scoring it, his stats looked pretty nice too. So and I I saw there's some big cars that sold of his. Really? Um, yeah, I saw his like NT. Uh, I want to say nine five go for like nine hundred. Wow, that that is pretty pretty steep considering they'll likely have a losing record and then uh and remain irrelevant. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was pretty crazy, but I mean, the dude has looked good, so I can't say I'm su- surprised necessarily. I mean, that's, that's nuts though. But, yeah, interesting time for Geno Smith. Yeah, hopefully both of our teams can slap slap together a couple wins. They need it. Yeah. Definitely need it. You want to pivot into kind of continuing last week's discussion a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We had left off. Maybe some of the listeners, if you listen to it back to back, you know, it's like no time has passed. But for us, it's been a week. And we last talked about kind of macro economy cards downtrending, uh, you know, people panic selling cards almost is what was kind of going on. And then we kind of left off. And I know, Matt, when we stopped recording in the 30 seconds before Zoom kicked us off, uh, mentioned that he wanted to talk some more about why people are auctioning stuff and letting it just go for such low prices. I thought this was a very good point. Can you, Matt, bring this up? Where, like, you know, how long have you been kind of seeing this behavior? Because that is pretty strange to me. Yeah, I think... I think it's been going on for a while, to be honest. Like, I don't know. I I just think that there's – you can create a lot of higher comps when you do, like, the buy it now best offer. Because for a bid, you know, it takes two people to kind of bid it up. But your buy it now best offer, it only takes one person to click that buy it now. Um you know, I I think there's been some cards that I've seen sell that where it's like, or even cards that I've bought. Um, maybe this is better. Cards that I've bought on auction where I definitely would have paid more mm-hmm. had it been a buy it now. Um, I don't know. So that kind of just lowers comps a little bit. I um, think it's interesting in that in a down market, people auction. Because it seems to me to never be the move in the down market. Right. Yeah, because, um, you know, when the market was hot, you could auction off anything because you knew that it was better because you were going to create a new higher comp. Yes. The auction lends itself to rising prices. Yeah. And then it also lends itself to declining prices, which is a seller... Why, why would you not just avoid that and put it up for a buy it now? I don't know. I mean, I get it if you need the cash like super badly, 
then whatever. But, you know, you think that if you just put it on eBay for a reasonable price or best offer, I don't know, if it's a desirable card, do you think that someone would come along? You kind of would would think that. And, I mean, I'm not going to lie. You know, right now it's pretty slow on eBay. Yeah. I put up some some pretty decent stuff the other day. You know, it's it's slow. Slow yeah. process. People slowly coming along, send some offers in. You get a couple low ball offers. Put up that nausea auto. It kind of was on my chopping block of stuff that was next out the door. Got like an offer for 80 bucks. It's like a 150 minimum dollar card. You know, I'm like, it's just a little slow. And I guess people just want to, you know, just cash some, get some cash out. What they're doing with it is kind of an interesting idea, an interesting thing to think about. But I think people are really just trying to unload. It's kind of interesting after people talk up their investment plays so much. And then the next second, they're like, ah, and then they sell it in two seconds right it's kind of weird kind of <laughs> like they bought this stuff and have no confidence in it for any even i mean let's even go really short like six month or longer period they have like no confidence yeah yeah i always think that's interesting when um someone buys something and they're like oh x card to the moon and then it takes like the slightest dip and then they're just trying to get out of it and they're like, yeah, we got to get rid of this. Yeah, it's like, well, if you really thought that that was such a good investment, like, I don't know, buy another one on the dip or something. If you're that confident in the card, like, or people at least do just- it all the time. I, I kind of uh, want to get your thought on this. Like, do you, I feel like I, I maybe it's like self curating for me. I see way, way, way less investor type content on instagram than i used to see oh 100 agree uh yeah 100 it's like remarkably less and i wasn't sure if it was like me because i like look at less of it and then like it's a self-fulfilling prophecy or what happened because at first it felt like people would just do less uh investor type content posts Cause then, cause you know, stuff wasn't selling as high as it used to. So we can't do that anymore, but now it feels like people just genuinely don't do it as much. Like, do you think, I, I feel like it's honestly not a bad thing at all. Cause I feel like people are still around, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think it's, I mean, you're seeing like a lot less of like the big guys post investments i don't know like i haven't seen gary v post about cards in like forever yeah just Uh, disappears i mean that used to be every day they used to be like what card is he gonna post next and you try to buy that before you post it so then because you know it's gonna double in price or something and you don't yeah you don't really Mm -hmm. see that anymore which which is a great thing i've I'm a big fan of not seeing that anymore. I I would rather scroll through Instagram and see, uh, you know, a post from like a Michigan fan I follow saying, I, hey, I picked up this Charles Woodson card for my PC or mm-hmm. something like that. I'd, I'd much rather scroll through uh, IG and see that kind of stuff anyways. So. Oh, same. But I mean, on the flip side of the coin, everyone wants to, everyone enjoys that. 
but everyone also enjoys their collection retaining value at the very least. So <laughs> I guess it's kind of a fine, a yeah. fine balance. I think I'm still seeing some investment type posts, um, yeah. but it's much more um, like, Hey, this card went for this six months ago and now it went for this kind of just like reporting details rather than like pumping. Yeah, that, that's true. It's not like buy this now. Yeah. Although but, I won't lie. I did see uh, what no, some notorious guy was it sports card invest or something, some dude. And he posts in all caps, every single post. And he's like, we've been telling our members for the past month. To buy James Wiseman hollows oh, is what it's, and then it's like, and James Wiseman put up twenty points in a preseason game. We're gonna be rich, and I was like, I was like, guys, don't yeah. do it. Yeah, no, that's not, not a trap you want to fall into for sure. No, it's definitely not. But the IG. Uh, community seems to be alive and well despite oh, yeah. all the people selling cards i i feel like it's as lively as ever uh yeah i agree there's a lot of stuff going on um i see just like same amount of posts same amount of stories shows seem to be uh heavily attended still yeah um, they definitely are i mean there were some shows this weekend that like i like i didn't go to but mm-hmm. I just saw it all over Instagram, like, oh, pick up from this show or deal from this show. And, you know, I, we talked about this a little bit of, uh, you know, people like taking pictures of their deals. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's kind of like the whole like flex, like cash and car, mm-hmm. like, take a picture of it. I honestly kind of enjoy that. You do? Yeah, I kind of like seeing, seeing it or doing it yourself. Uh, No, seeing it. Oh, okay. Like if someone's at, a show and they're like trade with at whoever and then they show like the three cards for the two cards plus like 200 bucks or something like mm-hmm. that that i actually kind of enjoy seeing that and just looking at it and be like oh like that was a fair deal or oh i'd rather have this side or, oh yeah the deals i do enjoy seeing the deals i don't enjoy the mountain of cash that's like i'm yeah. cool or like or like the grunt or man holding ten thousand dollars gotta keep grinding or something like that yeah yeah. i don't enjoy that whatsoever but the the deals is kind of fun to see who would win a deal someone should honestly post like make a hobby account and they just post that on the story every day like a deal like hypothetical deal who wins that would be really fun that's a good idea if it may already be being done yeah that that would be cool and I don't know. I, I kind of like that kind of stuff. And you can see that deals are being done at these shows. Um, oh, that's is- true. Also, it is always comforting to see that, you know, deals actually happen. Yeah. We're not all just like showing off our cards in this sweaty room full of. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually some business being done. Um, that is always good. I, I was going to ask you about this a little bit. Um, this is what I've started to do. And it's been great buying Fortnite cards. No, have not oh, got God. into that world yet. Um, <laughs> nor will I, but I've started. So, you know, putting stuff up for buy it now, best offer. 
and using the automatic decline. Oh, I love the automatic decline. That, I've been I I hate it when I forget to use it. Yeah, that is one of the best features. Um, I feel like it is twofold in its benefits. Why do Why do you say that? I feel like one, it's nice to not have a five hundred dollar card and get offered sixty five dollars, and yeah. then you're just like you get excited that an offer came, and in fact, it's just sixty five bucks, and then you're just sad. So it's right. it's nice from that perspective. But I feel like also if if like you have five hundred dollar card and you like set the threshold at like three fifty or like four hundred is what all that you're gonna listen to. If someone offered like three hundred and it was declined, auto declined, maybe they might just creep up, you know, three twenty five auto decline, three fifty. Oh, that one went through, and you see it. Because you can tell if someone did that when their offer comes through because it shows you how many offers they have left. Yeah, you can still see. Um, I think you can still see the number of their past offers too, right? Oh, I haven't I haven't dug that deep. But I've just like looked at the number that they have left. I'm like, wow. So they were declined a couple times and then worked to hit my minimum. <laughs> yeah. It, it happens more than you think it does. Like it happens a pretty good amount. Yeah, it happens all the time. It's crazy. Um, it is pretty crazy. But yeah, I love that feature. It's probably saved me, I mean, a ton of time of like going into the eBay app, clicking the notification, clicking the listing, review offers, decline offer. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I really, yeah, it's great. Yeah, I think that's um, maybe like underutilized. But maybe not. I mean, I, I kind of just started using it more. So I can't like, believe you didn't use it before. It's awesome. Yeah, it seems like you've been using it for a while. So maybe I, maybe I was just behind on the times. But I need to find a, people to buy some of the junk that I have listed on eBay right now. I've oh, got some land and Donovan prisms. I've got a Corey Seeger tops PSA 10. A Bowman Chrome but Cody Bellinger rookie PSA 10. So people need to start buying this junk. But yeah. they don't want it. They're too smart. Yeah. We've yeah. trained them up too well. Yeah. Now they don't even want my junk. I mean, why did I do it? Right. Huh. Yeah, that's funny. I've got. Yeah, I was looking through. I was looking through what I've got listed. It is. A lot of assorted garbage. Although I am, I want to, maybe I'll talk about it here. I don't know if you have any experience with it. I reached out to a guy who I've been making deals with. Actually, that's a lie. I don't know if I ever made a deal with him. But we talked about making deals in the past. And he said he buys bulk. And so I put together like a bulk lot for him. And then he declined it because he didn't want baseball. And it was like 90% baseball. But the point is now I have like this 160 card bulk lot like assembled. Do you ever use ComC? Could I sell that stuff on ComC? I would say it's 2 to $3 a card. Yeah, I have not used ComC. But can I get rid of How do I get rid of this? It's definitely oh. worth $2. Like I think $2 for a buyer is a good price. $3 is maybe like retail price. Yeah, I'm not sure about Com C. I 
I've looked into them a couple times. You definitely would have to look into their fees because I don't know what they charge like per uploading yeah. a card. Um, but yeah, that would be super interesting to check that out because I think the low-end stuff actually moves pretty good on there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think I could get like five to $800 worth of low-end stuff gone if I could use something like ComC. Yeah, and I would I would like to get five to eight hundred dollars. So that would be nice. So I I'm, I might try this like once the next two weeks are over. It's on my agenda of things to test out. Yeah. You know what I wondered, too, is if there would be somebody with like a popular whatnot account. That would do like a consignment on that stuff. But I don't know if they want this. Some of this is like junk. Some of this is like one dollar. I mean, it's not okay. Yeah. None of it is absolute junk, but it's all like, but like nothing is what I would call below 10 cents. But there are some 10 cents items in here. Oh, okay. Hmm. But I would say on average, we're like two to three bucks a card. I mean, my guess would be like even the 10 cent stuff would not be worth uploading on ComC. You don't think? Well, I'm just maybe I just need a dime box. I thought, a show. yeah, I thought their fee structure was like they charge like you know 25 cents per card or something. Wow, that would be. I mean, honestly, it probably makes sense. I'm just trying to figure out how to get rid of this stuff. Yeah. So, so yeah, quite, if any of the listeners know, please tell me because uh, I don't really know what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm not and, sure. And I need help. Yeah, that would be interesting. Uh, yeah, I wonder, or if you could maybe sell it to like a local dealer or something that has, you know, dollar, two dollar, five dollar, whatever box. Yeah, maybe, honestly, maybe I try that. I need to do something to get rid of this stuff. Yeah, might as well clear it out. That's the goal. It's going to take a little bit, but I think I'll be pretty satisfied once I clear it out. Yeah. Pay for the Crosby auto I bought today. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That stuff adds up fast too. Yeah. I mean, if you have a good amount of like dollar to $2 cards and I have quite a few, this isn't even talking about binders of like base that I have that like you could maybe unload for like 40 bucks. Yeah. This is just like, and all this stuff is top loaded. Dude, it's 160 top loaders that are in like nice condition yeah top loaders uh those used to remember when those used to be like impossible to find yeah should have sold them all then yeah rich off top loaders (laughs) yeah yeah imagine i missed out yeah it's a it's a disappointment i really want to figure out how to use this calm say I'm now just like poking around at it when I should be, you know, actually paying attention. But in fact, I am so lured in by Comp C. Have you ever bought on there or anything? Yes, I have had. I've had stuff sitting in my Comp C account for, I would say, over. I think it's been there for over two to three years. Oh, it's still there. Oh, yeah. Well, some of it I never paid to ship. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's been there forever. That's awesome. 
Yeah, I uh, I've never bought anything on there, so I'm not I'm not. I'm super... trying to find. So they have high end consignment services. Well, I don't know what I want. The normal consignment. Oh, Matt, they're gonna kill me. The standard item. Oh no. The standard item is 16 weeks. It takes them to upload it, and it costs 50 cents. Well, I think that's your. there's your answer, then. The select level is two weeks, and it is a dollar. Wow. Yeah. So probably not worth it, then. I don't know how I'm going to unload this stuff, but someday I'll get rid of it. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. To be continued. I yeah. I I next week I'll report in. Uh, maybe I'll have some time to investigate. Yeah, doesn't seem like ComC is going to be the answer, guys. It's a disappointment. Uh I got to find a way to get rid of this stuff. Yeah. It'll happen. Yeah, maybe like hit the DMs of either Icebox Pod or uh you know, your Please do. Board. Please do. I want to know. Honestly, I wouldn't mind knowing either. Just so if I ever pick up, you know, a collection and some stuff's like that's in it, how to get rid of it. I'm going to find a way. I'm going to get rid of it. Yeah. yeah. Document part of this process on the pod. Just in like little little updates, maybe once every, you know, couple weeks. I vote yes. I'm (laughs) up for it. I'm up for it. Yeah. I think. C-O-M-C. I think this is all we have for this week. So yeah, yeah, definitely tune in next week. We have episode fifty-one. We're almost to a year, um, which is unreal. But it is. thanks for listening as always, and yeah, tune in next week.